1: happy friday and happy february 10th 2023 and this is five minute daily devotionals plus maybe an extra minute or two with religionless christianity today we're going to be reading luke chapter 20 verses 9 through 12 and it reads and he began to tell the people this parable a man planted a vineyard and led it out to tenants and went into another country for a long while When the time came, he sent a servant to the tenants, so that they would give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the tenants beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And he sent another servant, but they also beat and treated him shamefully, and sent him away empty-handed. And he sent yet a third, this one also, they wounded and cast out we talked yesterday about needing to recapture this boldness that Christ displayed in his life and ministry, the boldness to speak truth to those who had gone astray or were outright in opposition to the truth. And we mentioned that we need to return to actually following Christ in this process. And we see the early church doing this. I'm reminded of Stephen in Acts chapter 7. Stephen, who is not an apostle, but a bold, wise, and courageous Christ follower may be the greatest example of this in the New Testament. In Acts chapter 7, verse 51 through 53, Stephen, when brought before the council, rather than shrinking back, tells them the history of their people and concludes by saying, you stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. As your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whom you have now betrayed and murdered. You who received the law as delivered by angels and did not keep it. Woe! <laughs> this is the parable of the tenants spoken plainly. Might have even had some of those same men in attendance to hear this rebuke like they heard Christ's. So where is this today? Sure, there are some, but not too many, and certainly not enough. Remember, Stephen wasn't an apostle. In fact, he was basically a deacon. If Christ seems too lofty for you to imitate, the apostles seem too far out of reach, then follow Stephen. But why don't we? Well, I would say because we love our life of comfort here too much to follow Stephen. As the story continues in Acts 7, Stephen is seized and stoned to death for these comments. I would guess that the reasons we can't bring ourselves to speak the way Stephen does, let alone the way Christ does, is first, we don't have a knowledge of God's word like we should, like they did. Though even if we did, The idol of comfort has set itself up in too many Christian hearts in this nation. We love our lives here. Even with all the wickedness we see around us, the pleasures of this life are not something we're willing to let go of, not even for God. So when we look around and wonder how we got to where we are in this nation, with so much depravity, look no further than ourselves. We have lost courage, but we don't have to stay lost. We can cry out to God, who will give us the faith we need. We can open His Word and study to show ourselves approved. Being a Christ follower means following Christ. Stephen did in his day and received a standing audience with the Lord. Will we in our day?
2: I pray a boldness for the truth comes over God's people. People say they would die for Christ. Die for their faith, but would they die for the truth that Jesus spoke? That is why Stephen was stoned. He wasn't stoned for simply being a Christian, he was hated for teaching what Jesus taught. They had false accusers come against Stephen, and Stephen reminded them of the scriptures concerning the laws in the temple, how God does not dwell in temples made with hands, and that the temple would be destroyed as Jesus also spoke of. He was telling them they were just like their fathers, rejecting prophecy and resisting the Holy Spirit, uncircumcised in heart. People in churches today seem similar when you tell them they are not right with God simply because they said a prayer to accept Jesus into their heart. We are also told to follow Jesus' commands, to sin no more, to repent, But many hold on to their prayer as these held on to their laws and the temple to be right with God. If you are not circumcised in heart, then it's all worthless. Your prayer is looked upon as your works into heaven. Something that you can check off that you did, but your heart is still far from God. Stephen told them they resist the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes to convict of sin, but many resist him in willfully living in sin, but holding on to their prayer as their assurance of salvation. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So why would we defile the temple with sin and think nothing of it? What a wonderful thing to think upon how God dwells in us. If we really believed all that, that he dwells in us would it not cause us to desire to live righteously? The one who gives grace to overcome sin lives in you. So we have no excuse to willfully live in sin if we are truly born again and circumcised in heart.
1: And our psalm of the day comes from Psalm 135, verse 15. The idols of the nations are silver and gold, the work of human hands.
2: Our proverb of the day comes from chapter 9, verse 2. Treasures gained by wickedness do not profit, but righteousness delivers from death.
1: And I'll end praying for you from Psalm 145. May the Lord show you he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, that the Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. May you know the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth, that the Lord preserves all who love him. God bless.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card.